Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Tech Point Africa podcast. I'm always excited to be here today and I'm one of the hosts today. Uh, with me in the studio is... Polo. And... Chungas Room. Yes, um, quickly, because I don't like wasting time like Emmanuel. You know that host, I will just get into what you are here to do today. He actually begged me this morning not to throw shit at him. I didn't promise. Anyways, okay. Today is another beautiful day in the month of October. And wait. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 16 days. We are counting down already. And if you've not yet registered to attend, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like I should give you a backstory, but yes, you will see the backstory soon. So if you know, I'm not threatening. <laughs> if you want me to keep my job, you better go to modernworkplaceafrica.com and register. If you're an executive, you can get an executive ticket. And if you're an HR professional, you can also get a uh, an HR first ticket. And that's because these two stages are dedicated especially for HR professionals and executives. And what is going to happen there is not just like um, talks, talks, talks. There will be master classes where you have to learn from people who have been in the industry for a, 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 uh, more than 10 years and have seen different experiences. You are going to ask questions. You will be able to network and also have access to other benefits. So go to modernworkplaceafrica.com right now, pause this video or pause this audio, go there right now and register. And I'm looking forward to see you there. And till further notice, I'll keep bothering you to register. Maybe next time, if you don't see me on the podcast, I will commission another person to do it for me. So I'm on your neck. So yes, today, let's quickly go into money matters, even if the money is not going to touch our hand. Um, it was in the news that uh, a private equity firm, Otira, yeah? Atira. Otira. It's not Yoruba. <laughs> I was going to say I'll show you. Like. I'll show you something. What do you mean that it's not Yoruba? <laughs> I think it's Otera. Otera. No, you did not even throw only me the shade. You are throwing <laughs> the whole Yoruba kingdom a shade. What do you mean? Please, I'm representing you people well. Yeah. Otera. Otera. Yes. Correct me. Uh, don't worry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a private equity firm that is um determined no that, that has plans to invest in the African um in the African market, and it has planned to invest five hundred thousand million um, dollars, <laughs> million dollars, five hundred million dollars. Yeah, yes, five hundred million dollars in the African, in the African. It's not just tech industry, industry yeah. different industries, logistics, blah blah blah. Um, I think we give us the details and one particular catch that is there. So you've already given them the details. Yes, I didn't give them all the details. The most interesting detail. Okay. So, Otera Capital Partners, they've hit the first close of a $500 million fund. That's uh, $140 million. And <coughs> the, the fund is to, it's a private equity firm. So, it's, it's, not, for, it's not for early stage startups. Okay. You, you definitely have to be a growth stage um, 
company for them to even consider you. So yeah, they are investing in investing the five hundred million dollars in Africa, and um, one of the investors is Aliko Dangote. The other is David Rubinstein. So some of you may know him from the David Rubinstein show where he once interviewed Dangote. You remember the story where Dangote said um, after he once had to withdraw, I think a million dollars or so. And then took it to his house and then returned it the next day. Oh, I know it was ten million dollars. I remember. Yeah, ten million. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, it was. Oh, well, that was the interviewer. Mm. Interesting. So I hope I'm correct, but yeah, I think he was the one that um, the face matches the person. But yes, um, the two of them are backing the fund. So, um, Altera Capital Partners is just formed by former employees of Carlyle Group, and they've invested in. Access Bank in the past, so mm. sorry Diamond Bank when it was Diamond Bank. So that um, that oh, okay. investment, investment uh, went over to Access, Access. Bank. Okay. So yeah, that's that's it. Uh, which industries? Uh, healthcare, um, telecommunications, uh, logistics. Um, yeah, those are the those are the industries they'll be primarily investing in. Um, like I said, it's it's not it's not for startups. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. First stage companies. Mm. So one or really large, bu- really yeah. large businesses that have probably been around for a while or are doing really um, good numbers. They won't be doing. I mean, judging from how big the fund is. Fund is yeah. I mean, not just how big. It's P. They don't do give me five percent of your business and you collect one million dollars. They typically do large rounds. So in Access Bank, they did, I think, $147 million. So let's move from there to Paystack. Um, Paystack has built an offline, did I say offline? An offline payment solution um, for the offline market that does not require POS machines. Chungosun is going to give us a quick rundown of what this is about and if it's something that is really, really exceptional as... The the people have taken it. Which people? People talking about it. I don't know. Um, moving on. So, Facebook <laughs> has built or uh, they've launched terminal, virtual terminals, um, which is just like virtual accounts that um, multiple individuals can have access to. So, if you've gone to a let's say a mall or a supermarket to get mm-hmm. stuff before, you've probably decided to pay with your card, sorry, with um, a bank transfer. Okay. And you had to wait to confirm it. Yeah. And um, in cases where either the manager of the establishment is not available, you have to pray that the person is actually reachable by phone or something, mm-hmm. basically. Um, it just elongates the time you have to stay and not just for you but also for the business because often they have to you have to stand somewhere and if you're somewhere like ShopRite it could get um, crowded and all so with virtual terminals you can now as a business owner you could have several account numbers that um, your your employees can have access to so they do not need to call one person now to confirm that a payment has been made, they can confirm it on their own. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's basically a rundown of what it does. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, I, I like that because um, it's good when a company builds 
build things to be able to suit every person in that market. And um, as you were explaining, <clears throat> what, com- what came to mind was um, some point of sales, inventory management um, platforms or products that I've come in contact with. And one of them was like, um, there's like a general account managed by the owner of the store who, is, who would be the admin, who would now open different account, sub-account for, say, um, their salespeople or for different shops if they have more than two branches, if they have more than one branch and like that. So with that, the people, the the salespersons, the branch managers have like a separate account within that account, but they have limited access. The the uh, the owner of the business can restrict their access, and I think that is what what um, Pestak is doing with this. Um, it's nice that it's coming from a fintech platform. I don't know, Shimba, do you know? Whether there are other fintech platforms, for instance, in Nigeria that have similar products. So I suspect there are a few others who have similar products. I just can't remember anyone right now. Um, but is it? It's 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 not exactly groundbreaking. If I'll use that word, mm-hmm. it's, it's not groundbreaking because it's um, it's a it's a solution that I think I've seen a few other um, fintechs or maybe financial institutions that have that. So it's, it's not it's not particularly groundbreaking. But I think why it's important is what it points to. So last year, the um, Paystack launched Terminal, which POS is basically um, their POS point-of-sale missions. Yep. And it tells me that now they are, they are kind of expanding their coverage. It's no longer just focusing on people who can pay with digital cards. devices or with cards. Now you're looking at people who can pay with a point of sale machine. So this could just be smaller shops. It could be literally anyone actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they are, it's basically them expanding their coverage to yeah. other people. And it's, um, I mean, it, it's, it's in, it, I think it's, it's also an interesting move. There's money points there with their POS. Um, there's OP, we have Pampi. We have a few other smaller startups um, that are already there. So what I do not know right now is the progress that Paystax um, Terminal has made since it was launched. Last year. I think this this should be about a year. I think it was launched towards the end of the year last. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this should be about a year. I don't know what, what progress it has made because they were primarily online. So I don't know what progress they've made or the penetration rate has been like because I haven't come across. I haven't come across a um paystack terminal um myself so yeah I, I'll, i'm curious to know what the progress on that front has been mm-hmm. and then how they could possibly match up to yes. existing yeah I, I think it's a huge market and it's not even a matter of competition it's about making something available for the market for the uh, enough for the market to use i'm not saying making money like I like enough enough services for for the huge market to go around in the huge markets because you know yeah, the informal sure. market is larger than the tech enabled market as it were. So if you are going to into that market, I don't want to say it's like it's a competition between Pista, Kopi, Money yeah, Point, or Pampi. Yeah. The so market you, is a huge one. I, mean, I just think doesn't change the fact that it's um, competition. So you have fifty something million people who have 
bank accounts, 53 million people who have bank accounts. Um, if a new, and then that's, we have about 120 million adults, I think, in Nigeria. If I decide to start a bank today, the existing players are still competition. So I think Money Point produces a strong competition, um, primarily because of their distribution game. So you have almost everyone using a Money Point um, POS. How are you going to change that behavior? Are you going to go to places that they are they currently yeah, don't cover? Um, do you want to target a different segment with your POS? Because that's that's actually the major problem. So. Yeah, I think it's uh, it it could be interesting to see how that market shapes up. Which I mean, we don't have an, a lot of time on the mess waving a weird flag, but um, I think we are talking about. I know we're talking about this. We've talked about it several times. But what does the future look like for POS agents in Nigeria? Um, are we going to see a situation because the moment the vast majority of POS machines in this country are in the hands of POS agents? And if companies are trying to bring people on online, because I know that Money Point, for example, started scaling back and said, Oh, we are doing business banking now. They said scaling down on the agency banking front. Mm. And if people if if people like Paystack are coming in, um, does that what exactly does that say about that market? Okay. If the fear um, is saturation, I think it's something we can look f- um look at um some other time uh, on this discussion. And um, it's a long-term play, and the market is for us to analyze, and we'll, we'll come back with more informed insights on the situation of the market and use of POS agents. Um, we can move from there to the minister of... Um, I don't just want to call his name because we're already used to him in the tech ecosystem. We just say Boson Tijani, the Minister of Communications, Innovation, and Digital Economy in Nigeria. Boson Tijani has revealed that the ministry has a plan to equip 3 million Nigerians with test skills by 2027. Yeah, so basically, that it's just um, that's one of the plans. Uh, one of the plans in the blueprint that was released on the 2nd of October, I think uh, that was Monday. And yes, they want to equip 3 million Nigerians with tech skills by 2027. So the plan is that those 3 million would stay in Nigeria, work for Nigerian companies while the, I mean, sorry, 1.5 million. Okay. That's half who stay in Nigeria, work for Nigerian companies. While the other have be exported, be exported, but preferably through remote work, right? They will yes, still, right, be, in the country, still be in the country, right? So that I mean, yes, that yes. money they get, they spend it in the country, right? So that's just it's just one of the um, many um, plans that the ministry has for the country. So other plans they have, they actually have their plans. In uh, have four pillars so policy they have plans for different policies they have plans um for equipping um people with knowledge they have plans for um tech infrastructure and i think just to uh, make it brief some of like the most interesting ones are um, they have this plan of increasing the amount of investments in nigerian tech companies so they wanted to go from, I think, they wanted to be like increased by, I think, a billion dollars every year. 
right? And this will take the... So the interesting thing about that blueprint is everything has to work together, right? To achieve that To result. achieve the desired result. Yeah. So it's, okay, we want more investments, but we need more talent, talent mm-hmm. right? We need people that have that can build good businesses yes. that investors will be interested in. Investing right? in exactly. Yeah. For those people to get the talent, there needs to be infrastructure. So there's also the plan to increase broadband broadband penetration in the country, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, if you look at it as a whole, it seems like a very um, awesome plan. But they did clarify that it's not their um, it's not the strategy. Right? The, this is just this is what, we want to do. To do is what we want to but do. But the strategy will come, will come much later. later. Yeah. Uh, it's nice because this is the this is not the first time uh, ministr- uh, ministers that have ended um, CICT <coughs> bodies. Excuse me. <coughs> I've come out to say this. This and this is what we want to do. But it's as if this particular one fills people with hope. Because this particular person that is championing this cause mm-hmm. has been in the tech ecosystem as old as Nigeria's tech ecosystem has been. So we are crossing our fingers and we are holding out hopes that they will be able to follow through with this. But I have some concerns which, which we might not discuss here today because we are one for time. And that is the fact that um, tech has, has proven to be a lucrative space industry. For the past, let's say, half a decade or even a decade, yeah, in Nigeria, and uh, looking at how things are turning us, looking like um, the future is looking bleak, <coughs> bleaker than what it was maybe in 2020 to 2022. Really? Yes. I think the future is so, bright for tech in Nigeria. Than bleak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it is. So yes, there were layoffs. Mm-hmm. And they but were shut down. They were shut down. And investment is thinning. Investment is thinning, Maybe. but we've still grown investments in, in Nigeria. Um, yes, this year there has been so so far. I'm not tracking the numbers like um, back to back, but I know that there has been a noticeable slowdown. That will correct itself. It's it's not going to eventually. Be, it won't be there for too long. So yeah, it will correct itself. So the future for tech is not yeah, bleak. I think the, the future okay. is Okay. I'll join my skepticism with your yeah. optimis, optimism and hope for the best. But um I'm always very bothered when it comes to training people with tech, tech skills with the mind that uh, they will be able to work in an industry. Um, um I fear for saturation and I I just I'm just looking for a way to find the balance that um this ministry we find the balance to it yeah. right train people in so business it's, just, it's important to just actually note that it's not just tech skills actually so okay. the, it's quite broad okay it's um I, I can't remember how they put it exactly it's digital skills and skills that are also related oh, so it's not just going better. to be focused on oh developers tech. developers okay designers. so i just sent tech rules yeah, exactly yeah, that, that would be fine that, that would give spaces, that would yeah. give the the population like an awesome yeah, exactly. balanced thing but that's that's what <coughs> we look forward mm-hmm. to seeing it, and it's the issue is always with implementation. Yeah. But we are holding out hope, and we want to believe that um, we are heading towards a good place. And uh, we're going to end today's podcast by talking about a South African e-commerce platform, 
and the issue it has been facing, um, that's take a lot. And uh, they've been facing some issues with the uh, government, with policies and regulations. And the platform has been given several, several requirements to curb what the online intermi intermediation platforms market inquiry reports by the Competition Commission tax as dominating the e-commerce market. So the regulatory body is trying to um, like control a, a, a possible monopoly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. Um, Bolu, please give us a rundown in one minute. Yeah, so basically, um, Take A Lot is one of the biggest e-commerce players in South Africa. Um, f about 40% of all online payments are made to Take A Lot. And what um, this commission that you mentioned wants to do is, okay, let it not just be only you, right? We want other players. You know, basically what we've seen with the U.S. government and Microsoft in the past, what we've now, what we are now seeing with U.S. government and Google now, um, they just don't want um, one um, player dominating a particular space because once Give them it's... Too much power. Yeah, they get too much power and then it limits innovation in that space. So... That is what is happening with stakeholders right now. They've put in some, um, they want them to, you know, break down, separate some of their operations, basically. But um, the thing is, these companies, as if this company is one remarkably rich company. It's not even a profitable company yet. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, to start with. exactly. So, why don't we, I think the government should be patient, right? This company still has an incentive to be innovative. Because mm -hmm. until they get to that Microsoft point where so they're already powerful. making so much profit well, that they know what to do. It maybe they can now step in and say, "Okay, let's break this That's up to invite more people in." But I mean, I'm not an expert, but I mean, looking at because I've read um, a little bit about you know what was happening back then and what is happening now. So I think why don't give give them a break, right? Let them get a hang of that market because if you look at e-commerce in Africa. Very few companies actually have a very strong grip on it. So let's see how it pans out for them. Yeah. So, but from from what from what we read, the government is 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 not for. I don't want to say forcing, but it's making them to institute some things that will control how much revenue they are able to gather. And one of it is offering benefits under the historically disadvantaged person program. Yeah. And some of the benefits include customized onboarding for these people, a three-month subscription fee waiver, and at least 2,000 rand. That is like $105 in free space. advertising credit. The government so, the business now. Right? But, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm not on the side of the government. Uh, I just feel like I don't know what exactly they are seeing. And people are not seeing for them to someone, be coming against it. Someone has offended you. It seems personal. <laughs> you guys said to this. Because <laughs> there's really no this. reason why a business that is not profitable, it doesn't matter the, the monopoly outage. that you think they have. Mm -hmm. There's really no reason why you should be, be chanting them because that's what it is for me. You shouldn't be telling them how to. Are they, are they flouting any rules? You are not seeing any evidence that they are. Um, are they suppressing competition? First of all, they are not even profitable, so they most likely are not doing that. Yes, yes, um, if they are suppressing competition, you could do something. Mm -hmm. But not you preempting 
them, them and then you, you, know, see, you see a future a professor no you can foresee a future where they are a monopoly and they will kill everyone let let's, let's, let's get to that future before <laughs> you start the, the fear is unfounded I, I think that is what I, I'm just hoping that they're able to get you through this because they are also that big competitors that they have themselves um, that are global companies, MassMart, JD Group, TFG, and all of their, their competitors. And I don't know why the government is coming against uh, taking a lot, um, specifically. Yeah, taking a lot. lot of, yeah, <laughs> they've taken a lot this year. They're doing rebranding. Yes, <laughs> yes. If, if, if it's not people coming against them that they are free delivery promise, they are not fulfilling it, it should be something else. But I'm wishing them the best. Is it, no, it, take a lot. You're not superstitious, but really. You <laughs> consider changing your name. Um, you've taken a lot this year alone, so maybe <laughs> they should, they maybe should, your name will be <laughs> Okay. So we're going to end on that note. Um, you might have noticed that uh, we are in a rush, and that's because I'm here on the host seat, and it's not Emmanuel. Do whatever you're going to do about it. Yes, so, now next week, Emmanuel will be back. <laughs> you, <laughs> you will you do. be seeing her face. <laughs> No, they're not going to. They can't get me out of this podcast. They can't actually. No. If you are so, please, if you support me, please drop a comment. No, whatever could they are planning, oh, well, we they are going this, to sabotage it. We are going to sabotage it. You can't get me away from this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today again. Don't forget the Modern Workplace Africa Conference is this 16 days away. If you've not registered, go to modernworkplaceafrica.com. And if you also want to be a part as a sponsor, as an exhibitor, also go to modernworkplaceafrica.com. You will find the necessary contact on that website. I hope to see you there. I, I hope to meet you and please call me when you see me um to our audio listeners we are very very grateful for always joining us um to our video listener and watchers for those that are watching us on youtube thank you once again for joining us you can drop your comments your recommendations we're always here to make things better so that you can enjoy us and if you want to introduce this podcast to people that listen to it on audio you can share links with them yeah, you can share links across Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Hyatt Radio. Whatever. Hyatt Radio. Odudua Whatever. Yes, we are proud of Odudua. Proud. Oh, you guys Thank should. You. Okay. I <laughs> no, at, that I gives at. me a racism. I have already. Who has time? I had. Who has time? Thanks for joining us once again. We have our. <laughs> Uh, our newsletters, Tech Point Digest, The Workaholic, Equity Merchant, Fintech Today. We'll drop a link to all of them in the description. Uh, make sure you're following us on all our social media platforms, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Yes, we would like to connect with you. Thank you once again for joining us and see you in the next one. I want to see this face.